The material provided today is for informational purposes only. It should not be considered legal or financial advice. Consult with a financial professional for your own needs. Johnny, Sestina, and company disclaims any and all liability for the interpretation and use of the content provided today. I need help getting out of my student loan I'm debt. so worried. How am I going to afford taking care of my When's parents? When's a good time to get into the market? I'm really not sure when I should start taking my Social Security. I wonder if I have enough insurance. I wonder when I can retire. It's time to talk about your money. Managing to be wealthy. Our team of fee-only financial planners is ready to help you to create better financial habits. Envision your long-term goals and understand money management better than ever. Our resident hosts of Johnny, Sestina, and Company are on deck to show you the way. Welcome to Managing to be Wealthy, your weekly financial planning radio show. I'm your host, Stephen Lucan. Joining me on today's show is fellow certified financial planner, Cole Hammock and John Sestina. Cole, it's nice to see you. Hey, likewise. It's, it's been a while. It, it's been a while. It's good to be back. I know you've done a couple shows without me, but nice to see you face to face. I've missed you, Steve. <laughs> Thank you. Your summer going well? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the tannest I've been, if you can call this tan, for as long as I can remember. So it's, it's been successful. Good. Yeah, good. I managed to get out of it not being just pasty the whole way through. <laughs> nice. John, <laughs> any changes going on around you? Uh, life is moving on and... Uh, you know, the politics are getting interesting and very sad about what happened to the 14 Marines last this last week. And Yeah, terrible. You know, we've got to keep on our toes, folks. Sure thing. Yeah. So, John, I do have some good news for you. Yes. In 2022, you're getting a raise. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a report that the based on the consumer price index going up, <clears throat> inflation, as we all know it, Social Security is impacted by inflation. And Cole, what are the reports telling us, <laughs> possibly? Yeah, so the expectations right now, we're looking at possibly 6.2% of an increase relative to last year. That's pretty big. That, yeah, that's no small number, of that course. That would be big. You want to bet on it? What's that? that I don't get it. I'm, well, you, I'm not a bet. <laughs> right. well, you, of course, you're going to get taxed on 85% <laughs> of that 6% increase, but yes. But for example, 2021, it was 1.3% increase. Yeah, right. So it is important for the people who need the extra money. Um, it will it will affect the Social Security income checks positively, right? Mm -hmm. But of course, you have the other side of it is where the prices, something we've talked about is inflation exactly. that is happening right now, and it's real. And uh, hopefully it gives people a little bit more money to work with within their financial plan. John, do you recall the increases back in the 70s and 80s? Uh, I don't remember them exactly, but they were higher in the 70s, yeah. Right. I remember I just saw the one year went up over almost 14% year right. over year. So right. uh, it's subtle, right? But here we are potentially looking at a 6% increase. Yeah, the, the only challenge with this is inflation is always ahead of the income. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you, you get they give you the raise, but the inflation has already hit you, so you don't get the six percent really. You're right. always behind the eight ball, right? Chasing it. So so we got to fix inflation, folks. Alrighty. Well, I'm going to now go to the next topic, and this uh -oh. is a good one, John. Uh -oh. I threw I'm this one in here here for you. We'll see if we can temper <laughs> temper the crowd, but uh, we're gonna... temper the crowd. What about me? <laughs> You're going to get me going, Stephen. Yeah, I am going to get you going. Delta Airlines made a big, big announcement that they are raising health insurance premiums for their unvaccinated employees by $200 a month to cover the costs for care for people who suffer from COVID, who have bad symptoms, good or bad. Well, they already have that Delta virus thing, right? Right. So that's what they're fixing. So the Delta of the Delta, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
No, I think it's crazy. I mean, this this uh, COVID is real. I believe that. And I've had friends die of it, so I know it's real. But uh, this has become a weapon, like a big stick, just to keep whipping the people into confusion and keep control. And, and what people are missing, in my opinion, is they're missing the loss of their rights when this stuff is done. And so... What about the right of the business owner to charge an extra two hundred dollars a month? Well, do they provide payments? them health insurance now? They do. Then why do you put on this little exception all of a sudden, I, out of nowhere? I think that's why I think it's a good idea. I think it's a trend that needs to keep going. <laughs> He's going to get me going. Right? I'm going to get you going, John. So why? So I'm going to take it a step further. So yes. I pay close to Allison. And I pay close to nine hundred dollars a month for health insurance. Yes. Why should we not receive some kind of benefit for being? healthier than most or fit well how do we, know we that? don't use the reason i should be tested you should every minute go run a mile every 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 hour but right that's so, no test you sure it is no but whatever whatever the <laughs> test you want to be if i should why am i i question every month i have to write this check for something i thankfully i'm very grateful for it do not have to use the healthcare system but part of my behavior i've tried to eat healthier try to exercise, try to do the right things to say physically fit, something we talked about investing in yourself a few weeks ago, I think there should be a benefit to it. And well, I'm then not. Then you should have gotten a discount. Be, yes, exactly. A benefit. So you should save $200 a month. Exactly. That is the insurance company should give you money back. That's where I'm going with it. So well, I, I like that part. But, right. Uh, I don't believe in penalizing people, but let's go swing it the other way, maybe incentivizing people. I like that. Maybe incentivize people for getting the vaccine. You want to brag? Ah. Uh -oh. No, no, no. <laughs> no that's, you're not going to no, get no, me I, with that I, one. But, but that's, my, that's where I, liked, I would like to see things go is maybe give an incentive for people who have uh, do the right things for their investing in themselves for better health care. No? They already have programs like that. But there, it's, are, there are already programs like that. This COVID is different, not only in the disease, but in the way it's being manhandled over the American population, actually it, over the world. It's now. politicized. There's no, no well, doubt and, about it. And that's that's my objection to it. And we've gone through lots of health crises before. When we went through the German measles, were people penalized during that time? When we went through polio, did people get penalized? Was there Were there extra charges? Were but they people, refused? People weren't refusing the vaccine, were they? I think those that did ended up in an iron lung, didn't they? Not necessarily. I had friends who did not end up in an iron lung. I had some that did end up in an iron lung. But what about a tetanus Thanks. shot? Have we all gotten tetanus shots? That's a that's a vaccine. Well, but that you get that when you're going to play a sport or something, usually. Right, but, but how come people aren't revolting about getting tetanus shots? All I of a sudden, know. everyone's revolting now. And that's that's part of the challenge that I, I'm dealing with is this revolt to say, the and I agree, the government should not tell people what to do, but people are, are doing it in, despite the government. And that's the problem I have. Despite the government? Well, they, they don't want to, you can't tell me what to do, right? I'm going to yeah. draw the line in the sand, and it's only because well, here we are right now. But but they're hurting society. How are they doing that? It, it's proven that, that if, if you're not vaccinated, you're at a greater risk. Yes, you are. What do you mean? Not you the are. vaccinated guy. Correct. And then, so they're going to use, and then they're going to use the healthcare system to a greater degree. So pay a higher premium. So if I'm vaccinated and you're not, I should worry about no, your bad I, decision? 
No, but why are you saying it's a bad idea that I have to pay an extra $200 a month if I, I work for say, Delta? I, well, that's the same deal. Same thing all around. You're going around the barn here, Stephen. What's that? You either are paying for your insurance or you're not. For, should the company provide it? That's question number one. I don't think a company should provide health insurance. There you go. Bingo. I agree with that. Yep. They should not have to do that. But if they do, then I think there's part of their subtle obligation is to provide the health insurance. That would include they pay the two hundred. The company pays the two hundred bucks. Yeah. Not the not the individual. Right, but they're also trying to get have a healthier workforce. You sound like. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, here we go. Right? I'm going to calm down while okay. this break takes place, yeah. Stephen. Yeah, well, I, I think what I see in this is Delta's. They're they're self insured, so they're paying for those costs that the employees. Uh, right take on yeah right and the the average cost has been fifty thousand dollars if someone's hospitalized because of covid so if you're not getting vaccinated you're more likely to get covid and if you're more likely to get covid you're more likely to cost the company fifty thousand dollars so it and the way i see it is just loss mitigation on their part so it's how about business. joe's sandwich shop i don't i don't trust anybody named joe <laughs> except except uh, maybe a client that i have i don't want to if he's listening i trust you <laughs> Should he provide his dishwasher with that coverage? Uh, it depends on whether or not he's offering insurance. Oh, see, we go. Here we go. It's all those ifs, ifs. It's a stimulating conversation. We're coming up on a break here, but I, I just, again, we, we don't want to get into the politics and no. things, but but it is an interesting from a finance. Uh, yes. We come back from a break. We'll carry on to another topic. You're listening to Managing to be Wealthy on News Radio 610 WTVN. You're listening to Managing to be Wealthy with fee-only financial planners of Johnny, Sestina, and company. If you're looking for the latest stock tip or how to time the market, you've come to the wrong place. If you want help navigating all the moving pieces of what makes a financial plan successful, tune in and take notes. Welcome back to Managing to be Wealthy, your weekly financial planning radio show. I'm your host, Stephen Lucan. So today's topic, I got uh, Vaded John from beating me with his cane. So <laughs> successful. The well first done. segment yep. conversation. See how restrained we're, I was. You were. You're yeah. very restrained. I, that's why I'm standing four feet away. <laughs> I'm only three to go, Stephen. You're right. doing all right. Well, that's those uh, you know zones. You got to stand apart so we don't. Yes. That's what it is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Friendly fire. But but nonetheless. So uh, today's topic is what we're going to talk about is why and how should people consider relocating during their retirement years. A lot of times people, when you retire, what's next? What's the next chapter? And for the first part here, we're going to talk about is the why. Why do people consider relocating during retirement? Cole, what comes to mind when somebody says that? Uh, about a million things, but usually just general cost of living. Maybe they, they want to go somewhere a little bit cheaper than wherever they are right now. Right. You live in a major city, maybe yeah. New York, Chicago, L.A., right? And oh, you yeah. want, to, want to get out of these expensive costs, and yeah. move somewhere less expensive. Exactly right. I grew up in eastern Pennsylvania, and I saw knew a lot of people where they had moved from New York City to remote areas of Pennsylvania. Completely different world when it comes to cost of living. You guys just have a barter system out there, right? What's that? <laughs> no cash, just like right, cows right, and right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. apples, and, yeah. right? <laughs> so, corn. So, John, what's another thing that comes to mind? Well, I'm I, I'm going to move to a log cabin in West Virginia and down the holler. There you go. And, you know, the only thing I need is a hot shower and good air conditioning and, of course, Wi-Fi. There you go. That's all I need. The simple things. So all that stuff you look at now and all that grandeur, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm happy to get rid of it. So when, you look, when you're looking to change, this is what's so confusing. 
you'll see when you guys get there, it's not as easy as putting these things down. You're right with what you're labeling, but they that's not what's registering in the individual at that time. It's not a matter of, well, what's my lifestyle? I'm going to move because this is cheaper than that place is cheaper. That'd be a part of it, of course, but there's so much more to deal with. Like, I think we're going to talk about, you know, your friends and where, where do the kids live? You know, yeah. your grand, what if you have grandkids? Cole, when you have 13 grandkids, oh God. you want to. <laughs> <laughs> he's pale that's white right now. Picture. That's great, right? <laughs> I picked your lucky numbers, so that's okay. Yeah, right, right. So <laughs> you're, gonna, you're going to want to be around them. So yeah. a lot of people make decisions. I'm sure you guys have seen this. They'll say, yeah, we're excited. We're going to move, I don't know, to Florida. And then they get to thinking about, or you get asking them about, well, uh, what about the grandbabies? Yeah. Are you going to come see them? Or are you going to pay for them all to come down and see you? Those kind of questions. But so, we, we are going to talk about that in a little bit more yeah, detail coming sorry, up. That's ahead. fine. That's fine. But that's all cost it's, of it's, living. Right. And that's part of the considerations, right? Yep. And that is cost of living. So you have to watch out for that stuff. And mainly it's your own psyche. When you hit retirement, as you will see, a lot of things change uh, in your life. And so you have different emphasis. What do you want to do? And so on and so forth. So it, it it's, it's, uh, you need to plan in advance like you guys are trying to provide here, but most people don't know what to plan. And so you're gonna do that through this show. Yeah. I, I think the one the one thing I've seen recently is uh, people considering to relocate is due to taxes. Yeah. Not necessarily federal taxes, but state income taxes. And we're seeing that in California, New York, these high tax environments that people are leaving. And it's, it's a valid, <laughs> Right, that goes down to the cost of living, right? right. Is taxation, right? Is understanding the tax system. Yeah, definitely, if you can save five, six percent on taxes, that's no small sum of money on your retirement income. Right, you could afford. Uh, I figured it out once. I could afford to buy a house on the state taxes I pay. And when people ask me uh, what's the best state to retire, I say Ohio. I love Ohio. Yeah, I think it's a great state. The only negative is the state income tax. Mm -hmm. So if we didn't have that, they did away with the estate uh, tax but now do away with the income tax and that this would be a perfect place to live. For Just sure. Perfect. Although I haven't heard a lot of people say they love Ohio. That's... I love Ohio. See, yeah. if you, if you pay attention to the news, you love Ohio more and more every day. Right? <laughs> that, that's reasonable. Where, where yeah. you see the temperatures of other areas or the taxation cost of living. Right. I think Ohio is a fantastic. It's a pretty uh, good middle of the ground state. Right. And specifically yeah. Columbus with get on the airplane Fly an hour anywhere, and you've got a lot of options, yep. right? And you don't even have to go too far. Plus, look at the things you have, some of the natural things we have, like water. Water is a big deal, and we have a, what do you call that, that runs under underneath. Reservoir? The, not a reservoir. There's a word for it. Oh, I can't. That's, it goes, spring? Yeah, something like that. But it goes <laughs> to Springfield, Ohio. Okay. Springfield is named that because there was a spring comes up out of there, and that, that's a significant uh, part of your life. Yeah. You know, when you, you whether you're planting flowers or trying to drink, you need to have some well, you, things. I mentioned California. Some of the water bills are oh. close to $1,000 oh a yeah. month, yeah. right? Do yeah. you imagine paying $1,000? And I complained about the health insurance earlier, right? Can you imagine paying. We take it for granted, yes. the, 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 the water access. Uh, I think weather is a, a major concern people. 
when you get older, you don't like the cold weather as much. I feel that every year, John. <laughs> no, I'm getting older. I no, I like the cold. You're okay with it. I like the cold. I'm not. I don't like it. <laughs> you feel right? it in your joints, too? Exactly. Is that what I have to look forward yes. to? I have an igloo out back. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, some people don't like the colder weather. They yeah, want to get away from the, from the weather. Mm -hmm. um, some of the other things is maybe the current floor plan of your current house, whether it's steep stairs, yeah. uh, a basement, it might not be functional. So I think maybe the to consider relocating, not necessarily to a different city or state, but the the house itself you live in might want to be come get a more elder friendly house. I think ranch style homes getting more and more popular for that well, reason. And, and yet Bobby's nursing journals all say that's not good for you. Stairs are healthy. Stairs are mm -hmm. healthy for the older person. Until they you fall you though. So I fall all the time, Stephen. <laughs> I know, but that's not good, John. Not, not that's a sturdy issue. As long as I hit my head, it's right. okay. You know. <laughs> the sheetrock is not your friend that you, roll, that you oh, fall you've into. you've seen the holes. Yes, I have. <laughs> Do you have a life alert, John? Should we no, do? what life alert? I don't need that. Okay. That's, okay. that's a crutch. Yeah, yeah, I have a cane. Okay. <laughs> and then, you know, some of the other things you maybe it is a lifestyle thing, right? Where you want to play golf. I know you don't like the golf, John. Nope. Um, I've given it up, but some people like the golf as much as they can. I don't think I have the patience right? for it. I've no, never, but, never gotten into right? it. Right. But if you have that passion for golf, that might be a reason to relocate to a warmer weather state. You know, pickleball, you could be a good pickleball player, John. That's uh, the new thing. That got so popular so fast. It's unbelievable. <laughs> well, I like sweet pickles. Is that what it is? <laughs> not, not even close. It's close. Oh, it's not close. Sorry. Right. Uh, beach environment. <laughs> Well, you know, beaches could be a, is a healthy environment with nice breeze and get yeah. the good walks on the beach. Walk for a few miles on the beach. You bring all that sand into your house when you walk on that beach, Stephen. Why are you so? Why, John? <laughs> you you rent your feet off. Negative. We're just crushing my dreams here. <laughs> so, uh, hiking, right? Uh, well, there are bugs outside. Maybe boat, now, right, now, right? now it's my turn. Boating. Let's let's say, right. Boating. Break out another thousand for the boat. That's the acronym. And maybe fishing. Right. All these lifestyle yeah. choices might be a reason because again, one the as you retire, the one thing you will have is a lot more time on your hands. So find the things that you're passionate about, and that could help you decide that relocation. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone who's retired says the same thing. They say, I don't know how I got done all the things I did when I was working because I don't have any time to do them now. <laughs> right. yeah. And that's true. You'd be surprised. You you are very busy when you're retired, if, if you're active. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. And what, what are the things that keep people busy? Just well, the day-to-day -day stuff? Day-to-day -day stuff and Finding things you want to do. Now and your spouse may want to go for a walk or go somewhere. Not a trip, but just... The leisurely yeah, stuff. Just some leisurely Feed the birds. Stuff. Yeah. And visit with your friends or shoot a crow, you know. Whatever it takes. <laughs> so, all right, so, so these are the things on the whys, right? When we come back from the break, we'll start to talk, talk about how to approach relocating because it's not as easy as you thought. And, John, you, you, you uh, mentioned it earlier on in this segment. And we'll, we'll answer those questions for you. You've been listening to Managing to be Wealthy on News Radio 610 WTVN. Welcome back to Managing to be Wealthy, your weekly financial planning radio show. Today's show, we're talking about relocating during retirement. Uh, if you'd like to learn a little bit more about John E. Sestina and company and the Managing to be Wealthy program, you can look us up on the web at managingtobewealthy.com or give us a call at our office on Bethel Roads, uh, Bethel Road, 
326-3077 and share the share the podcast with your friends and family. You can literally tell your Alexa to say play Managing to be Wealthy podcast and it will appear. I hope you accessed a lot of Alexas across the country doing that. I know. People hate me right now. So. <laughs> or you can look it up on iTunes, Spotify. We're there. Uh, share it with your friends and family. And again, our, our goal is to share thought, insight on things that may affect your personal finances that you might not always think about. And you know, relocating, a lot of people talk about relocating during the working years, and primarily a lot of times just to save on taxes. Um, people always are fighting that tax bill. But when you retire, you have a lot more time on your hands. And, and we, we joke, you know, and say every day is Saturday. It's sort of true. And John, you said there's still, your day is filled anyway with leisurely items. Well, and, and kind of work items too, you know. Yeah. So there's lots to do. In the first segment, John, you, you hit a really good topic. And, and before, it really comes down to, rather than just saying, hey, let's relocate, is the thought process on what you need to consider before we even take that leap. And this is where we can spend a lot of time. Yeah, um, John, you mentioned even on the break, right? The number one thing people appreciate or need or want during retirement years is family. Yep. Family, friends, loved ones, uh, be around them, right? That could be a major factor in it. Sure. It really is. I mean, you see in some old movies, for example, you'll see uh, some old guy sitting around a, a card table and they're playing their whatever kind of card game they like, and that's their great joy. I mean, that's not very active. It doesn't take anything special, but they get together because that's fulfilling to them. And so the same thing is true with you. There are things you do now, even even your, your do doctors, for example. Having to find new doctors is a big deal. I just went to a new doctor again this week, and oh my goodness, it's a it, it medicine is nothing like it used to be, Stephen. No, I mean first of all, you have to get a ticket. It's like this, like uh, Disney World. <laughs> so you get in line in this very long line. They don't they don't put you by shape or height or anything. They just make you wait. Right. And then they always are understaffed, which they tell you every time. And so you uh, finally get a ticket to go sit in the lobby. And then what they do is give you more paperwork. And so you fill out this form, 379 pages every time. Every time, <laughs> yep. And so then finally you see the doctor and he says, oh, see me in six months. Right, yeah, to fill so, out the form again. Yeah, to right. do the form again. <laughs> right. Exactly right. So, but, but no, medical, right, your medical doctors are important. Know. So you move how many states away, you've got to re find a whole new group. You do. And it might not even just stop with your doctors. It might go to your accountant. Yes. Right. It might fall yeah. to your insurance agent, which you'll probably need new kind of insurance. Maybe your old ones can <clears throat> help you there. So part of that process is to look at your advisors and say, can you help me if I move to this, this location? Yep. Right. So that, I think that's a the good thing. The research is critical. Um, that's why I say, what are your priorities? Is your priorities the leisure? Is it cost of living? What are your priorities to this new destination that might be out there for you? Uh, write them down. Share them with your spouse or significant other. Share it with the family, John. You meant we said family is the number one thing. If you have kids, grandkids, ask them what what's going to happen. Are you going to come see us? Mm -hmm. Right? Or yep. is it flights back mm -hmm. to wherever? Right. We know of people who pay for their whole family to come visit them in their new location, or they all take a family trip together somewhere you know exotic, and uh, they do those things. Or the parents fly back or whatever it is to visit the kids or the grandkids or whatever is going on. So. That's a pretty complicated area that most folks don't prepare for the cost. Yeah. Right. So, you and, want to and see the that. other side of it, too, is if just envision 
okay, Columbus, Ohio, maybe you move to Florida, right? Because that's where you want to be. It's very common. And then all of a sudden that first year, yeah, family comes down. It's great. Maybe the house is too small. It's tight, right? All yeah. of a sudden mm-hmm. the, it gets really claustrophobic in there. The trips may dwindle, right? They may yeah. not be as common or frequent. Then what happens? Then you're maybe, maybe the, you're flying from Florida to Ohio, yeah. right? And then how many times a year that impacts then your spending, Right. So you have to factor in the cost of travel. Uh, but early on, everyone's all for it. But then over time, the um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It sort of wears off. Right. That novelty, yeah. the yeah. right. The, the new car look. Right. It sort of wears <laughs> off. And then you, you're back to your normal routines. When they get to be teenagers, they don't want to come as much. Uh, definitely not. They don't want to leave their friends at home and they want to play their games and so on and so forth. Which leads me to, to point out that some people buy uh a place that's not their home per se but say a cabin or outside home getaway getaway place and they think their five kids are going to be happy and run it beautifully after the parents are gone and boy it's difficult yeah because you don't know what complications are going to happen one kid thinks well i work more why you know one kid says well you're making more money than me so you should pay more of the expenses and on and on and on it goes so <clears throat> there's those kind of questions you need to be discussing with your family because believe me, they won't know either. Yeah. So, but discussing it will help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always go ahead, Cole. I was going to say just that the most important thing you can do really is be deliberate in your decision. And like you said, Stephen, do your research. And this is one of the most emotional decisions anybody can make. So maybe don't just buy the house outright. I don't care if it's the dream house or whatever it may be, or it's the best looking house on the block, get an Airbnb for a while. Rent right. for a little while. Kick the tires. Yeah, figure out what it looks like, how it feels, what the drive to the grocery store is like from that area. Because it's one thing, it might look great, but if it's 30 minutes to the grocery store every time you need to go get groceries, it might not be as fun anymore. And a lot of people, they'll, they'll, they vacation to certain locations, but not live where they vacation. Yeah. It's a I different would, experience. I would hate to live in California, but I can see myself vacationing. A hundred percent. Right. Every time I'm there, I'm like, this place is wonderful. I'm going yeah. to San Diego in a couple of weeks. Right. I yeah, love that place. And now I'm going home where it's right, safe. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, but hotter right? Yeah, and, right, and cloudier. So, uh, yeah, kick the tires. And, and Cole, you mentioned a great point, Airbnb, yeah. right? Rent a place yeah. for an extended period of time, rent it or stay there when it's off season. Most people travel yeah, when it's point. it's in season for travel. Maybe go to Florida in, in July. A little different. Ew. Right? It's oh, hot here in Ohio, but... Not as hot as it is there. No. <laughs> <laughs> or the dry heat in Arizona. Oh, yeah, uh, right. Going there next week, 106 right now. I'm like, oh, joy, right? But it's a dry heat. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> right? They told me that, too, when I about passed out walking across the courtyard. Right. Asphalt's going to feel like it's 200 degrees. <laughs> exactly. So, so yeah, kick the tires. Look where you're going. Uh, the vacation, when you vacation somewhere, it's always a different perspective than when mm-hmm. you live there 24-7. Um, and that's why even, John, you're always saying rent. There's nothing wrong with renting, right. uh, signing a 12, 12-month 12 lease and renting there. And also be sure, check the weather. I, I don't mean just uh, whether it's warm or not. But d- does that area have any particular idiosyncrasies like tornadoes or storms or floods? Look yeah. at Tennessee right now. Holy cow. Awful. No kidding. I yeah. was thinking that was a great area, and I'm not going to go there now. <laughs> right, right. Every time it rains, they flood. Yeah. So check the weather in that regard. Yeah.
big big risks. So so these are all ideas, food for thought. But I think the number one point for this segment is have a family discussion about it. Talk about all the different scenarios. Get the feedback from from the the younger generations. Will they come to travel there? How often? Because the other thing too is they're probably uh, in the middle of a job or a career, they don't have the time right. to travel there. Maybe once in a while, but it's not going to be as frequent as you may as you may think. So these are all important considerations. When we come back for, from the break, we're going to talk a little, uh, little bit more on how to approach the relocation uh, process. You're listening to Managing to Be Wealthy on News Radio 610 WTVN. You're listening to Managing to Be Wealthy with fee-only financial planners of Johnny, Sestina, and Company. If you're looking for the latest stock tip or how to time the market, you've come to the wrong place. If you want help navigating all the moving pieces of what makes a financial plan successful, tune in and take notes. Welcome back to Managing to Be Wealthy, your weekly financial planning radio show. I'm your host, Stephen Lucan. Joining me on today's show is fellow certified financial planner, Cole Hammock, and John Sestina. We are talking about relocating during retirement uh earlier segment we talked about the whys why people may consider and then last segment was the how to approach it and we're going to continue on how to approach uh this relocating uh, we talked a lot about the family right had that mm-hmm. family conversation to discussion the if thens john a lot of people may say well you know what we'll keep this current house and go buy a second house good idea i'll pray for you okay <laughs> Why is that? Well, first of all, you don't need two homes, especially as you get older. You're not going to want to run back and forth between the two homes. And then you have the encumbrance of what do you do with the old home? I mean, not only do you sell it, but what about all the junk you have in it? Yeah. I mean, I need three Atlas carrier semis to empty my house right now if I wanted to do that. And so I can't fit that in my little condo in Florida. <laughs> so yeah. that kind of stuff happens. So it is a process. It's a big process. And so if... If you're thinking of going somewhere and you think you're going to want to own, I think you mentioned it earlier, Stephen, you ought to rent in that area and see what's going on down there and look at all the places. Talk to, get to know some neighbors who can give you some neighborhood tips. You know, when I used to buy real estate, I always worried about location, location, location. And I realized that real estate is largely a, a local product. And so you don't go to California to buy a piece of property if you live in Ohio. So what happens is you go to the people who live in the area you're considering and they'll give you some insight about, well, you know, the sewage here is bad and the the, the mayor that they elect every year for the last 25 years is a jerk, that kind of <laughs> stuff. You want to learn that yeah. stuff before you move. So rent is good. The Airbnb, um, what is it called? Airbnb. Airbnb is a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. I know you you hear this one a lot. What if I buy that second house and then while I'm not there, I'll rent the the new one or when I am there, I'll rent the the primary residence. I'll pray for you. Right. Yeah. Still against that one. It sounds so good. It's, oh, this is great. I'm going to make all this. But, you know, who's going to be there when the water pump breaks and the base, the, the first floor floods? Well, I'll just fly back. You won't even know it happened. Exactly. Right. And so when you when you find out, it may have ruined the entire house. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem with, with that is you hear the, the wonderful stories when it works. Yeah. But you rarely hear the nightmares. And the nightmares, unfortunately, are more common than 
when it works out well when you're trying to rent and own two homes and because just and so stuff much like can that. go wrong and when right. it does it's so fast and, there's nothing you can do about and it and it's a compounded error too it's yeah. exponentially worse than than things are going good and it could derail your financial plan too yeah, yeah especially now you can't yeah. you cannot get help right now yeah i mean bobby and i need help to run our house and we can't find anybody yeah. they don't they they don't call you back or they say they'll call you and they don't. Or They're they... too busy. And yeah, that's cheapers. good for them, but we don't have enough of those kind no, of workers, the electricians, right. plumbers, and the, the house maintenance. And they don't want to work on the little jobs. Right. They want the big dollar well, jobs that's going to put money in their pocket. Uh -huh. So it is. So those are the, the probably the pitfalls for, for having two houses. And we've had shows on that. But uh, I think the number one thing, John, is to plan out the downsize right uh, start purging getting rid of it the per when we went through our purge of downsizing we happened in our late 40s it was an emotional roller coaster trying what do you get rid of and everything I mean, it's dunk yeah. it's junk right yeah. you think it's worth something then you try to get rid of it and you realize nobody wants this <laughs> but, but, but what <laughs> right? if this one time in 10 years i might use this maybe right yeah right <laughs> yes yeah one of the four mixers right that you have that hey then in case my first squeeze nart goes out i got two backups yeah, absolutely. right you never, yeah. know. you never know yeah so so the downsizing process and and unfortunately people think that the kids want your stuff no they don't no my they mom never last do. time yeah. i was home my mom's like i got all this crystal so who wants don't. the crystal i took some nice whiskey glasses that, okay i did take Class, those. Like that's that. right because i like uh, <laughs> to sip on the whiskey once in a while and uh but that was it i did not want the bowls my sister yeah. didn't want and they're beautiful they're not yeah. I'm not saying they're not beautiful it just doesn't kids don't want your stuff either so you can go but going through that process is very emotional but that's part of the family aspect right who wants what and part there are a few things that the, the children may want like heirlooms yes like yeah. grandpa made whatever out Some of some sentimentality hands. yeah and it's usually one thing though Right, it's usually that yeah. one thing that's special to that yeah. person, yes. and they'll hang on to that. Yes, and but not gallons and gallons of of jugs and or the and, china and cabinet, the china cabinet or collections and stuff like that. You just don't have the space. You yeah. can't have my total gym. No, <laughs> John, that was my one heirloom. <laughs> I wanted that. So, um, so yeah. So the emotional thing of the downsize. So plan out your downsizing, uh, and then the, the new home is find the right home for you. Yeah. Make sure it's that is that forever home. If it can be, hopefully it is, where it has that single story. Uh, John, I know you like the stairs. I don't like stairs for it's not elder friendly. It's dangerous. Rather use your total gym. He just uh, he cares about you. you know, wide hallways, walk-in showers. Those are all considerations that make it easier for you as you as you age, and and then you don't have to worry about safety as much. Yeah, and, and like I was saying earlier too. I mean, where your location is relative to where you need to go. So grocery stores, uh, doctors' appointments. As long as you're able to stay independent, you're able to drive yourself. You're going to want to. Oh sure, pick on me, Cole. I drive love, yourself. I love you, John. Uh -huh. uh, but you don't want to be in your 80s and your 90s, maybe barely able to see over the steering wheel and driving I'm to the grocery store. I'm going to be store. 80 in March, yeah, but, yeah, but you're not. But you're not, John. You're, you're not. You're the new 80. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Young, vibrant, and uh, yeah, definitely outspoken. Vibrant. Yeah. <laughs> you, can see, you can see over the steering wheel, I think. You're all right. I'm, but I can't see the drive. Well, yeah, that's a crutch. You don't need that. I don't need that. You're no, right. Just talk to your car. I keep talking to Bobby about that. Let me drive. I can. Yeah, I got my license. Yeah. All right, let's stay on point. So the next top, the next thing to consider is talk to your advisors, your accountant, I mentioned, your insurance agent. See what it will cost, right? And, and make yeah. sure that they can assist you at that new location or find a new advisor. As John, you mentioned, the doctors are very important. The big thing is the estate plan. Right. Right. If you're changing states, 
You have to update your estate plan documents. Yep. Yeah, it's not, a, based on state law. Yeah, not everything's consistent state to state, so I have to stay on top of that. Yeah. What else do we have? Well, you may come into new insurances you're not used to, like earthquake and hurricane and so forth. Right. And you'd be surprised. That's, I think on our condo in Florida, we have four different insurances on a little old condo. Right. That's because they're, there's not just homeowners. And it's yeah. getting, talk about getting harder, right? There's oh, more insurance companies are just dropping left and right. They don't yeah. want to insure for hurricanes Yeah, anymore. there's only, I think, only one in Florida now that will cover you at all. Right, and you mentioned Tennessee, the floods. You got yep. maybe flood insurance. Yep. Yep. Um, these are these are all important factors. Um, they're not cheap. Get, it's not cheap, right? You have to build your Very new expensive. financial plan. Yep. So start building those costs into the budget. Um, voter registration. You yeah. gotta, right, John? You got to vote. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me going. Here, we only Come got on. one minute and a half, one and a half of your minutes. I don't to go. have enough time to talk about that. Yeah. Um, so again, safety for the house, downsizing, very emotional process. Uh, get your advisors lined up. We talked about multiple times as a family, um, and then start tracking what your potential cost may change. Yeah. Right. Uh, some people ha- add a golf cart. Right, John, you're not buying a golf cart anytime soon, right? For, for traveling around the cul-de-sac. Oh, I'd like that. Yeah, That'd right? be fun. Yeah, yeah, I could run into trucks. And- <laughs> <laughs> Slides out your neighbor's car. Um, but no, some people get the, the, but then all of a sudden you don't realize that's liability insurance you need for yeah, that, right? right? It is a part of your auto policy and liability. So make sure you have everything lined up, map it out, talk to your family, but it is a process and it's not something you can just do on a whim. Uh, any final thoughts, John? We got thirty seconds here. Yeah, I thank I thank you for doing a show that I could use. <laughs> it was all about what I needed to know, so that was wonderful. Good. <laughs> Make sure you have Bobby listen to it. Uh, she good will. That's good. Well, we thank all the listeners for tuning in. Uh, please share with your friends and family. Managing to be wealthy podcast, where you can even find us on the WTVN website. Uh, tune in again next week. You've been listening to Managing to Be Wealthy on News Radio six ten WTVN.